I don't think it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I don't think it's Halloween, Silver Shamrock. I don't think it's Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I don't think it's Halloween, Silver Shamrock. I don't think it's Halloween free, Halloween free, Halloween free. I don't think it's Halloween free, Silver Shamrock. Yes, it's your boy in Austin back with I don't think it's Halloween free. This third movie, the third part of the trilogy, the third part of the I don't think it's Halloween series, airing exclusively today on Thursday, the 29th of October 2020. Why is it airing on October 29th, 2020? Because 2020 is the strangest year in history. And who cares why it's airing this early? It is. And it's not Emily in Paris. It's it's Halloween 3. It's airing right now. Now, those of you who aren't aware, I hope it's Halloween. It's a special time of year where I cover a Halloween movie. And this year's no different. This year it's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It's, oh God, this movie. Oh my God. Um, What can you say about this movie? It's not continuing from Halloween 2, the, the grudge match between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. This ain't anything to do with that. This is like a bizarre side quest in the game there's nothing to do with anything else in the game that's okay this is a yearly special i do every year for halloween and i decided to do it instead of this friday's episode because i just drunk two cups of coffee and i don't give a damn about logic we're doing our it's halloween free that's what we're doing that's happening it's gonna be good and i just won't get out of the way i remember hating halloween free of a passion because it didn't continue story with michael myers but having watched Halloween 2, I'm suddenly overcome with the notion that maybe it's not a bad thing that it didn't follow the adventures of Michael Myers, because Halloween 2 sucked ass. It was awful. But speaking of awful, Island of Death was terrible last week. What? Seriously, this season, season 4 of this podcast is garbage. It's so bad. I'm so sorry. It started so well with... It's really good with ratchet reviews, but last two weeks the Spotify only episode and Island of Death have been shit. And this is not going to be shit, trust me. This is going to be a good episode because I'm covering Halloween 3. Is it Season of the Witch? I don't even know. Halloween 3. I'm covering that. And there's stuff covering Halloween 3. And I also won't turn off three quarters of the way through and discuss like I did Island of Death. Incidentally, Island of Death is one of the worst movies ever made in the history of cinema or anything. I'm even including my movie, Bubba Batchung, which you can see at www.bubbabatchungtheme.com. There you go. It's got its own website. You should go there. You should go to my website now. Go to my website. See my movie. And when you do, I'm sorry if you don't like it, but I understand. Anyway, back to Halloween 3. Um, I have high hopes that this will be a fun-packed recap of Halloween 3. Uh, if it's not a fun feed recap of Halloween 3, I'm sorry, but also I'm not sorry because, you know, you're a plus player. You know what you're in for, so you don't, don't act like you're not. Anyway, I'll be back in just a tick with the start of the Halloween 3 recap, first half an hour. So 
So, time to recap first part. So this movie starts with crazy old man running as fast as he can from a man in black suit. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is an unofficial man in black prequel or movie. Because this came out years before Men in Black. Men in Black obviously being popular Marabu comic book. So this man runs from Men in Black, runs, 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 and eventually he gets to a car... But then he's grabbed by a second man in black who starts choking him. He knocks him to the ground, starts really choking away. And the old man's like, no, I'm going to call him old man Willigan. Old man Willigan's like, no, this guy's choking him. But then he sees a chain attached to the ground, or chain on ground rather. And chain's attached to a little cinder block. And cinder block is stopping car from moving. So he pulls the chain and moves the sing block, and car pushes forward, and crushes the man in black, it's like, oh shit, he's, he's dead as shit, so old man Wigan runs, runs as fast as he can, but I guess he's attacked by another man in black, I guess, I sort of wasn't paying attention at this point, and somehow he gets to a hospital, and actually, no, no, before he gets to the hospital, we cut to Dr. Chalice, a man home with his kids, and he's, he's, and his ex-wife, and his ex-wife's sort of like, oh, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, he's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, I'm here now, I'm going to spend time with kids, and kids, he gives the kids some masks, but they're like, no, we don't want these masks, we want these masks, and they see the shamrock masks that mum gave them, so kids are like, yay, look at our mask, yay, let's watch TV, they turn on TV and it's the Cedar Shamrock commercial, which goes to eight more days to Halloween, 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 eight more days to Halloween, Silver Shamrock. And as they're doing that, the dad's like, what the fuck are you listening to? And mum's like, you know, you better take them on Saturday to this thing. And dad's like, okay. But then his phone, his bleep rings. It's like, shit, honey, there's a problem at the hospital. And she's like, you ain't going to go to no hospital. And he's like, I'm going to go to hospital. She's like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. I'm a doctor. I'll see kids. I'll pick up kids on Saturday, Monday, some other day. So he goes to hospital and Agnes is there and she's sort of like, She's sassy and she's like, oh man, you and me, you and, you and me, Dr. Jealous, you know, sexual harassment. He's like, I'm going to sexually harass you. And she's like, oh, you better not. And then she, he slaps her butt. She's like, oh no, you didn't. She pushes his hand away and he's like, oh yes, I did. And they're like, ha ha ha, sexual harassment won't be a thing for 20 more years. And he goes, ha ha, hashtag me too. And she goes, what are you, do- what are you talking about? He's like, hashtag, hashtag, hashtags will be a thing in the future. So from there, um, they cut to this man bewilding hospital, and he's on stretcher, and there's this other man nearby, who's like, hey man, I found him, but I ain't in trouble, am I? And Dr. Chalice is like, just, just go away. And guy's like, okay, so he starts walking off, and then old man Wig wakes up and goes, he's holding a mask, he's like, don't do something, they'll kill us all, and then he passes out. Because they pop you full of drugs. And then the I've got homeless guy runs off, and as he runs off, Doc Chas is like, "We we got we got to get this man to to room." They get the man to room, and then they walk away, and he sexually harasses Agnes some more, and then a man in black shows up, walks in the room, and crushes the guy's skull for his eyes. It's like holy shit, that's really messed up. Agnes walks in as this guy's wiping blood on curtains. It's like what are you doing? And he just looks at her and gives her a cold withering look, and walks past her, and she's walks in the room, sees old man Wiggins. So then she shouts out, Doctor, Doctor! So there are two doctors in this fucking place, and one of them is never going to be seen on screen. No security guards, no one in the hospital keeping eye on rooms. 
So Dot Chas is like, no, it's fine, I'll get him. So he runs outside, no orthlies, no security guards inside. And he sees the sky anchor a car, it's like, you, man in black, freeze. And man black doesn't freeze. Instead, he gets in the car, grabs some oil and gasoline, which he pours over himself, and a fucking lighter and blows a car up. And, oh, and Dot Chas is oh, my God. So then we cut to the... Um, later on that evening he's explained to his wife he's like honey I would pick kids up but two men died and she's like oh no you then you get back here right now he's like I can't two men died they need me to be here she's like oh you some bitch so he's like you know I'll pick kids up on Saturday he's like you said you'd pick them up tonight he's like I can't do it tonight I'll pick them up on Saturday we'll get to this plot point later he hands up the phone it's a fire marshal and police officer's looking and thinking you know Mate, we we envy we don't envy your predicament. So then next morning, fucking the, the there's this woman shows up named Ellie. So, oh man, Willigan's my father. I'm Ellie Willigan, and the cops are like, you you probably shouldn't look at boys. Like, I want to look at boys. They're like, you shouldn't, but if you insist, so you need to identify boy fine, but you shouldn't look. So you pull up the fucking bed sheets the blanket weather, and they look at, she looks at me, oh my god, and they're like, we told you not to look him, but thank you for identifying your father, so Dr. Chalice is freaking out, he walks past, he walks past her in the hallway crying, she gives him a look, a sultry look, and he's like, I ain't hitting that, no, 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 so next day, he's at a bar drinking sorrows away, Ellie walks up to him, and she's like, you know what, I, 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 we got, we got to talk, we got to talk, you know, nurses say, I find you here, you know, do you, what, what's the last thing father said, and Dr. Chas is like, he said he loves you, and Ellie goes, that's bullshit, you know, he was the last of us, and Dr. Chas is like, don't know what you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, so they agreed to team up, and then we cut to a flashback of Dr. Chalice talking to one of the people in morgue and he's still like you know you you gotta find out who you gotta find out what happened you 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 gotta find out what happened and she's like she's like i i, I literally can't I, i'm not an autopsy person and it's like please you gotta find out what happened some crazy shit happened and then cut back and dr chess is like no no your father really said he's gonna kill someone's gonna kill us all and they're like we gotta investigate this mystery we gotta we got we gotta go to a shop. They go to a shop. And in the shop she's the daughter's sort of like, you know what, he he loved masks. Let's look at his day book and it says that he won't get masks and so he won't get masks in this place. That's where he went. But he didn't show up and meet her. So he didn't show up and meet her and that was after he went get masks. He never came back for getting masks. They're like, we gotta go away. we gotta go to the place and make the mark where he make masks. Suva Shamrock and St. Mandy. St. Mandy. So they go to St. Mandy and they check in the hotel and there's this very Irish guy. It's oh, top of the morning, boy. Oh, top of the morning. And he's talking about potatoes. And so, like, checking at the motel and they're about checking. And just as they're about checking, he looks up the front and goes, Oh, my Lord, all my potatoes. It's Johnny Cochran. And John Cochran drives by and so, like, Mr. Cochran, Mr. Cochran, potatoes are back again. It's back again. It's a big bag of Irish, big bag of Irish potatoes, so it's, they're like, okay, whatever, so then he's so, oh, make big auras, make big aura, make big aura there, fella, I don't know what fucking accent I was aiming for, but it's talking about the potatoes, oh, and we the potatoes, lad, the potatoes, <laughs> I apologise to any Irish listeners if they're out in your view, but you know, 
you don't listen to this podcast for quality, so let's just keep going. So from there, fucking um, Doc Chalice goes to Room Belly, and they're like, you know, oh shit, no, this after he he goes to a fucking off license after a curfew, saying don't go outside, don't go outside. He goes outside and buys some liquor. And runs into a homeless guy, another homeless guy, and homeless guys like not one from the start, his second one. Homeless guys like you know, mate, mate, cockroom, mate, cockroom, mate, piece of shit. He fucking defend OJ Simpson, crooked, crooked man. And <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so then, then uh, these guys like give me some of your alcohol, give me a, some money. And he, he doesn't... I'll tell you about... I'm going to burn his fucking factory to the ground, you know, fucking... He, he, shouldn't, he shouldn't have defended O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? What am I talking about? So fucking... This guy is like... Um, he's like, you know... Here's the bat, so I'm going to burn fucking factory to the ground. They, they do shit there. They do they do shit, like, with probes up the... Up the poop hole, probe, probe your poop hole. <laughs> and this fucking guy is like, Chaz is like, yeah, I'm going. So he goes back, and Ellie's like, you know what? Where do you want to sleep? He's like, well, and and where you'll feel comfortable. And she's like, how about you feel comfortable right here? So they kiss. But then, like, it cuts to something happening. I don't remember exactly what. Um, or maybe that's when he goes out to get wine. Yeah, so that's that's that. And then he goes out to get wine. She has a shower, comes out shower, and puts lingerie on. When he comes back, she's like, you know, it's sexy, sexy time. So they're like, okay. So he, he engages in both sexy, sexy time while um this fucking homeless guy is having his brain crushed in by men in black. And he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. And then earlier, this woman... um. They met loads of people outside the hotel who become important later on, but aren't now. Including guy who looks just like Judge Hirsch. Fucking Rudy. Whose kid threw a fucking bike at Dr. Chalice. Anyway, there's, there's enough women there. We'll call her, we'll call her Real, Real Estate Maggie. Real Estate Maggie had a fucking Steve Shamrock badge, but it fell off and it broke. And it's like a piece of shit. So it broke, and then when she got back to the room later on, while these two are having sex, I think she was reacting to it, but I'm not sure. She, while these two are having sex, she was fucking pissing about with her, her fucking um, uh, badge, and then, uh, <laughs> no, she was pissing about with the badge that she wears on her chest. I don't know what, I think I might make sound like she's pissing about something different. It ain't that kind of movie. So fucking, um, you, you saw a bit of breast from Ellie, but... You didn't see anyone, you didn't see the badge, you saw a badge, a badge, like people, a badge. Fucking Jesus, this awful podcast. So then this fucking um, woman um, was picked up and badging, so, oh shit, the badge, people. It, it, on the other side of the badge is a fucking microchip, like, it's a badge, it's a, like a birthday badge, it's like a circular badge, like, it's not circular, it's horizontal, but anyway, it's fucking, she, she pisses about with the badge, she gets some fucking pliers and starts poking the badge, and then a fucking laser beam hits her in her face, and it burns half her face off, and um, the only lesson we can deduce from that is that you shouldn't <laughs> grab pliers and dive into your badge.
<laughs> you spent, you shouldn't use pliers on, on a badge and you're giving something somebody else. <laughs> so she, her fucking face is burned off and she's like, oh no, a fucking spider's come out of her face. And it's like, what? And at that point I was like, I need to pause this. This is great. Like, this is legitimately fantastic. And also, like, I mean, there's a scene in it where watching Howling on TV. I wish they hadn't kept that in, though, because I, I love the idea that this is a fucking sequel to Howling 2, but has nothing to do with it. I'd love that. Like, just, oh, if someone can edit the movie and cut the clip for them watching Howling out, that'd be great, because I, I view this as fucking sequel Howling 2. Like a, a much better sequel, and at the same time, they should have incorporated Siva Shamrock into mythology, you know. But what can you do? Anyway, this section four out of five, really, really entertaining, really gory, but moved at a lightning pace. Interesting characterization, um, some weird, weird characters, but in a good way because it makes things more interesting than just how into and fucking Loomis being like, he's he's coming. He's coming. He's got. He's he's alive. He's he's evil. And Jamie being like, ah, he's my brother. Ah, he's my brother. Ah, he's my brother. This is some weird shit for characterization, and it's a lot of stuff which doesn't necessarily match up brilliantly together. But as a complete package, it's really interesting in how dynamic it is. And music's also great. So this section, I give like first half of the movie, I give four out of five, and I can't wait to watch the rest. I'm not gonna watch it today. Because I'm fucking knackered, I'll watch enough day. But for you guys, it'll be just like I flipped the switch and went from this section to. And we're back with part two, which starts with Dr. Shadows and Ellie waking up. They just had sex post coitus. There you go. They hear sirens. And outside, Lady McLady, you remember her from last bit where it misfired and blew off half her fucking face. Well, she's been putting into ambulance with half her goddamn face blown off. That guy Rafty says, now we'll get the best treatment ever courtesy of Mr. Cochran, and I'm making Johnny Cochran jokes up wazoo, but turns out that he's not Johnny Cochran because he arrives and he's very, very Irish. Rafty is challenged by Chalice, who notes that her face is missing. How can she possibly get the best treatment ever? Well, as I just said, that's when Cochran arrives, he's very Irish, and he says that she is going to go to the factory where they'll have best care possible. The best care possible in a factory. I love it when movies don't even try to be realistic. Fact that if one buys this shit, implies a mass mind control situation going on. The next day they're at the factory, and I may have blacked out during this bit because I don't remember how they got the factory. I don't know why they're at the factory. I'm sure there's some context because rest movies quite clever about being tension. But here, it just as far as I know, it just jumps to the factory. I do have a bit of narcolepsy sometimes with horror movies where I black out and stuff happens, and I'm not sure why it happens or how it happens, but it happens anyway. They're giving a tour with the best salesman ever. Guy named Buddy who looks just like the father from Gremlins. Um, Buddy has a son called Little Buddy and a wife called Kim Kong Buddy. And to be honest, this entire episode is worth it just for the joke of Kim Kong Buddy. I don't care if you disagree, I love it. The factory is really creepy, Charlie Chocolate Factory shit. Cochran scolds little buddy for picking up wrong mask when they're looking at mask and advises a better, more processed one that has coincidentally a Steve Shamrock logo on it. 
he jokes that final process is akin to find solution, and I'm like, whoa, 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 let's not go there. Let's not, let's not do that. You know, this movie's creepy enough. Let's not go there. But Nazi vice from this guy is strong, even if he is Irish, or perhaps because he is Irish. Sorry if I offended any Irish listeners out there, but you listen to this podcast, you're used to being fed. So this factory is a sealed off area nearby. No one can enter. No one could ever enter. It says no admittance. There's no admittance written on it. How can anyone ever go inside? Um, <laughs> so Ellie is outside. She's about to leave with Chalice when she sees her dad's car. Oh shit, plot twist. She looks at it and goes, that's my dad's car. That's my dad's car. Dr. Chalice points out, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. There's creepy men in black everywhere. She guns the car anyway, pushed past him, but stopped by agents E through K. They look pissed. They're already mind wiped. Ellie bats off and consoles the safe with Chalice. They may or may not have set subsequently. I can't remember. I remember there being two set scenes, but I, I, uh, I, I don't know whether that's actually happened or whether I was just imagining it happening. I tend to daydream a fair bit when I'm in my borderline narcolepsy mode. Ellie and Chalice both realise that this shit ain't cricket. It might be after they have sex, it might be before. They want to split. Chalice says that first they should cops first. Or marines or soldiers, whoever has jurisdiction over this fucked up little town. They may have had sex prior to this bit, I don't know. Anyway, Chalice goes to the office to call the cops or his soldiers, but line's dead. And he goes, damn it, remember the days when you had to go to a house to ring a phone? When you didn't have mobile phones? I suppose if this was made in modern day, signal would be out. Anyway, um, Chalice comes back, but Ellie's gone, oh shit. Chalice freaks out, but turns around and sees Agents E through K outside. Chalice freaks out again, shuts the door, runs to the bathroom, but Agent, sma- Agent J smashes the door the fuck down. Chalice somehow manages to hop out the bathroom window and legs it. And he goes in full Metal Gear mode, evading numerous agents with the skill and intuition of a man in a cardboard box. He sees them drive Ellie to see the Shamrock factory. A.O.D. It's Halloween, Sarah Shamrock. Chalice somehow infiltrates it. What was this guy, Mel Gisson or something? Somehow, he's attacked by Agent I in a warehouse, in the factory warehouse. And he's thrown through a cardboard box, and I'm like, oh shit, man, he can't possibly survive this. He's been choked by Agent I. But somehow he manages to punch Agent I. He manages to get dropping Agent I even. And manages to punch him through the fucking chest. Holy shit. Revealing Agent I is a robot. I robot? I robot? Holy shit. Needless to say, Chalice freaks the fuck, fuck out. The fuck out. And is easily captured. Even as he's soaked in yellow robot goo. Cochrane. And then takes Chalice on a tour of the facility, but first decides to show him CCTV footage of Ellie, but also of Buddy, Little Buddy, and my favourite, King Kong Buddy, in a room about watch commercial. Buddy thinks there's the best salesman ever. He's being asked his thoughts on commercial, but notes it's strange that it hasn't been given any orders for next year. King Kong Buddy just laughs, and Little Buddy puts a mask on. So, um... They watch a commercial because it's Halloween. And commercial does the IOD, it's Halloween, Halloween, Silver Shamrock. But freaks little buddy out. And by freaks out, I mean he turns into a goddamn snake and insects. 
Sure, why not? King Kong Buddy faints because you were faint if you saw your son turn into a snake and insects. Buddy tries to leave, as you would do if you saw your son turn into a snake and insects, but he's bitten by his son, Snake. Sure, why not? He dies. Little Buddy's head turns to goo. Chalice, needless to say, freaks out. Chalice is taken to the control room, where he sees computers, agents F through Y, and a bunch of rocks, very giant rocks, forming one complete rock. Cochrane explains that this is Stonehenge. Sure, why not? He says this is all happening because he likes jokes, and this seems like a cool joke, and also he's a witch. Sure, why not? He then changed Dr. Chalice up, but Dr. Chalice somehow escapes, somehow rescues Ellie, and somehow winds back up in control room holding dozens of badges. Again, I don't remember how, I don't know specifics, but I know it's happened. Ellie and Chalice make a mutually short destruction pact and throw the badges down. The badges misfire, wiping out the men in black, the computers, and hitting Stonehenge. Stonehenge furious as fuck, sends a beam into Cochrane and turns him into a big, fat, white moon baby cookie. Cochrane then vanishes in thin air, smiling. Uh-oh. Um, what the fuck is the best word to describe this scene? And I say that in the nice possible way. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how it connects to what happened previously. I don't understand it. But Stonehenge just fired a beam of light into an Irish man who turns in, turned into a big fat white moon baby and seemed okay a bit. So if that's not worth a pun, I don't know what is. Ellen Chalice drive away, but she reveals that she's the last robot. She's the last of us. Ellie is the last of us? Question mark. Chalice freaks out and drives the car into a fucking tree, severing Ellie's arm. So the arm's hanging on the door. Uh, handle and the rest boys far away. He goes over to Ellie and starts crying, but she attacks him with the other arm. So Chalice grabs a wrench or some shit and he decapitates her. She keeps attacking for a while, then just stops because she's dead. Sure, she is the last of us, and there will be no last of us too. Chalice breaks down as you do in such a situation and runs to a gas station past the homeless man from before who's confused and mate join the fucking club. Chalice calls his ex-wife, hey I remember her, and tells her, begs her not to date Pierce Brosnan. That's a joke for people who watch Miss who've seen Miss Doubtfire. It's not a very good joke, but then again Miss Doubtfire does not have a lot of good jokes in it, it courses it coasts on Robin Williams. His wife hands him up because she's as sick of bad joke as you all are, I'm sure. And Chalice sees commercial on the air and calls the cops. He begs them not to play it. They ignore him. He begs them again and 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 go on, 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 and begs them one final time, then enough time, and then the movie ends. Holy shit. I'll be back in sec my review of Halloween 3, but all I can say is for now, Suva Shamrock. So, 
Halloween 3 was actually really, really, really enjoyable. I did have borderline narcolepsic points, but this was by far the best Halloween sequel to date. Much better than Halloween 2. It was fun, it was weird, it didn't make any sense, but was entertainingly nonsensical. And it was something different. I can see how you wouldn't enjoy it if you wanted continuing adventures of Michael Myers, but be honest, after Halloween 2, would you really want the continuing adventures of Michael Myers? This made a nice deviation, and it'll make next year's review of Halloween 4 all more fun, because we'll be going back to Halloween, and we'll be exploring the aftermath of Halloween 2. I get that you can be critical of fact that this movie would probably have worked better if they had it in the same universe as Halloween, rather than as a fictional offshoot, because in this movie, clearly the character's watching Halloween, and it could have been fun to have some of the elements of this movie, like Silver Shamrock and Stonehenge, playing to Halloween franchises whole but you have to do it on its own merits and Halloween 3 on its own merits is really really enjoyable it's genuinely good it keeps the creepy vibe that Halloween had and it feels like it's doing something different and unique rather than just inhabiting the same stale formula so naturally this was the only time they did anything like this in Halloween franchise and all the other movies were about Michael Myers when it's frustrating because Halloween could encompass a wide range of possible movies. But it's nice that we got this. It's nice that it was strange and weird and had Stonehenge turned man into a fucking big white moon baby cookie. How can you hate moves like that? So I'd go for four out of five and really enjoy it. And um, I'm dreading Halloween for next year because Michael Myers is a nothing character and Jamie Lee Curtis isn't in it, so there you go. But hey, maybe I'll be wrong. This is Ian Austin signing off for another year of I Octis Howling. I'll see you for the podcast next Friday. Probably, I don't fucking know, I'm so tired at the moment. But for now, remember, life is beautiful, so are you. And I Octis Halloween, Silver Shamrock. <laughs>